That was I, I always miss I miss the intro every time. I know, but we're starting now, so we're good. Are we going right now? We're going right now. It's live. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations with Quotations. I'm a little pissed off. That didn't take long. Okay, what's wrong? Why are you mad? Because we missed a great opportunity. We'll, we'll we down the hall, and that was gold. And then we had, I don't even remember what that was. I don't remember now either. It was good, though. Oh, that's, uh, they were calling for someone over the intercom. No, and there was something else, though. Is why it was oh, it was Regan. It was Brian Regan. We were talking oh, about yeah. Brian yeah. Well, get to the chopper. And then you guys did your 10-minute long um, Arnold impressions. Um, um, your Arnold has gotten much better. It's not the tuba. It's not the tuba. That's awful. Let's hear your Arnold. <laughs> get to the chopper. There it is. You've been listening, you know all about TC. I am Mrs. McGee. Look, I'm Mrs. McGee. Eric, it's just your voice. Oh, okay. Welcome back, guys. Been a while. It's been a while. It's been over a month now. Sorry, people. We've been a little busy. Bruh. And shout out to the wives because I think they're they're about done. I didn't even know I still had a wife. My wife let me know she is (laughs) she is not happy with. Apparently they are planning something. Okay, so we are are not privy to all of the information. So the championship game, the day before, my wife went with you for a home inspection, right, Branson? Uh, Sure. And (laughs) she told you called me and said, "By the way, your wife says we have to win tomorrow night, or all this extra time we have been spending together is not worth it." So no pressure. But it's okay. We won. We did win. Has your blood pressure settled down any since then? Well, I think it started to, and then I watched the. the you watched the film again, it, and then it got right back up because the, re- the, the film made me upset because we made a lot of mistakes. And it should have been that close, but uh, we pulled it out. Had had a heart attack watching it. Went to overtime. And then we, <laughs> and we pulled it out. We pulled it out. We pulled it out. It's like so again, champs this season nine and zero. Oh. So, good job, guys. Good job, guys. Gentlemen. Harumph. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Harumph. There you go. Uh, so, hopefully, um, that means we got more time for this uh, podcast. Because, like we said on the last podcast, it was going to be tough trying to get one in. So It was. I hope y'all didn't miss us too much. I mean, we even had two weeks off from our daily job, and we still I didn't have any free time. Dude, that first week wasn't off. No. Well, oh, the first week wasn't off, and then the second week, one of us had to go on a cruise and go out of town Dude. and go be in the islands. And Look at me with money. I wasn't going to go there. I, I wasn't going to go there. I mean, I was just going you know. I was impressed that you were still logged into the classes. While on the cruise ship. While on the cruise That was as nerve-wracking as the game, the championship game, because I'm sitting there going, it's 8.50 or 7.56. <laughs> like, I think. I, I, don't, I don't even know what time zone I'm in. How did that work? Well, the internet was working, and then it wasn't. And then there's a specific website that you have to go to that they didn't tell you about unless you asked. So, well, do you want to go ahead and jump into your cruise adventure? Uh, it was fun. You said you had a story. Specific. I wrote down cruise so, story. <laughs> Story, bro. I literally wrote that down because you said funny. you had one. In, in, 
Um, this goes back to the first episode all over again when I have this poor finishing story. And then a driver on Nashville made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hunt me up, Johnny! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we went on a cruise, went on a Disney cruise, which I would advise if you have kids, go on a Disney cruise because kids will love it. Um, you that Disney? You owe us money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will take a free Disney Plus membership. Yes. That's something we should talk about. Well, because it's Disney Plus and, well, never mind. We'll, we'll get yeah, to that yeah, later. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so we went on a cruise and, like, obviously Emmett knows who most of the characters are. Uh, like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, all of them. So uh, we're, uh, they had nights where you dress up. It was like a Halloween cruise. And they did some really cool stuff. Is it just, this like, Main Disney cartoons, or does it have like Pixar and Marvel and all that? No, they do have a Marvel and Star Wars specific one, and I wanted to go on the Star Wars one, but that they didn't have it available. So, but uh, they do have other ones. But uh, the one that we went on, it was a lot of the cartoon characters, like Like, Goofy. It was the main characters, and then there was like Captain Hook and Shmi. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm thinking back to all the Peter Pan movies that have come out in our lifetime, and Hook was a good one. But whoever did the animated one from our childhood was that was that was the character I think of all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, just stop me now, Smee. I'm going to do it, Smee. Please do it, Smee. Don't stop me, Smee. Smee, better stop me. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman is great. Um, and then they had like the princesses for like the girls on the trip. So, but anyways, so they had a costume dress up night, whatever. And somebody walked by in a piglet outfit, like a man. I think the whole family dressed up as like poo characters. characters. Don't say poo characters. That's weird. Touche. So somebody dressed up as a piglet and Immediately, my daughter is now at the age where she sees something, she makes the sound of that something. So as soon as this person in Piglet costume walked by, Avery, in the middle of this ginormous crowd, starts going, (laughs) (laughs) just as loud as she can. Just like, letting this guy dressed up as Piglet know she can communicate with himself. (laughs) So... What I'm saying is my daughter's a genius. What you have to understand about your daughter sometimes is she's not always welcoming to new people. No. And the or fact, even people she knows. And the fact that she would do that is kind of out of character for her. It is. that She's coming out of her shell a little bit. This is the same, this is the same Avery that we, me and James go to a, a tool store in Knoxville to go get some stuff. We went to Harbor Freight. We rode, I rode with James. James gets Emmett out of the truck because he's on his side, and I'm trying to be helpful, so I go to get Avery out of the back of the truck. I take her out of her car seat. I hold her for a second to shut the door. Three people in the parking lot called DCS right then. Because... Like, ah! <laughs> You're kind of scared. Yeah. Well, and what what else is funny is she's now learned the word no. Yeah, she has. So... Like, if she doesn't like something, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, she'll let you know. 
It's not just one. Oh, you got to get multiple. That's kind of her personality, though. Rapid fire, bitch. No, 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 no. It's like she's in chorus. No, 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 no. No, no. I just, I, I think Avery and I just think of like that time we ended up driving next to each other, and Avery was in the back. So he he comes up to me, and he's waving, and I roll that window, I'm waving, and we're all like, "Hey!" And I think Emmett, not only Emmett was in the car, but <laughs> Avery's in the back. So you go pull up forward a little bit, and you roll the window down. You're like, "Hey, Avery, look, it's Coach Manning," and I look, and I'm like waving, and she just like stone faces. <laughs> No. <laughs> Who is this person? Just giving me this weird look, just, I don't know. I figured by now you'd be used to it, yeah, but, you know. That's true. That should be. Driving in Knoxville, you get a lot of weird looks. I give a lot of weird looks back. Yes. Yes, yes. I understand. <laughs> you just, like, <laughs> as you drive along, just look at them the whole way. and just. You ever played that game when you're driving the car? Like, I've gotten bored before. Usually, I drive, but one time Ashley was driving, and I just decided... I don't know where. I'm just gonna start giving people weird looks. So like at one point, like I gave him a look, like I was dying, like just like. <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. I think we need to play it. Ashley, Ashley did like a double, like said the person went like, <laughs> and then, like did a double take and like jumped. Oh <laughs> god! I've got a I've got an expanding story on his journey to where he went to go get on the boat for the cruise. You like him expanding. <laughs> so I don't know how familiar people are with these energy drinks called Bang. Bang, 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 bang. But we have we have sort of <laughs> tried some different flavors. The flavors are quite interesting. Rainbow no, unicorn. So we've Cotton tried a couple. Candy. We've tried what? Birthday cake, oh, cotton, oh, candy, oh, cotton candy, uh, black cherry. Black cherry. You but had the rainbow unicorn. You 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 drank the rainbow unicorn on the way candy. to the cruise, correct? Yes. Well, on the way back. On the way back. Well, that's what he that, That's where I'm going. Okay. So okay. I call on the way back, he calls me. And we're talking. He goes, I figured out what people are doing when they drink bangs. I said, Okay, what? And I said, Tell me you didn't drink another one. He goes, Yes. He goes, I ate breakfast at like eight o'clock this morning before we left. We drove down the road, we stopped a couple hours later, and I got one because, you know. I'm I'm driving all the way back from where was it the Orlando uh, area? Port Canaveral, so like out like, like east a, of Orlando. Is it like thirteen hours? Uh, about eleven and a half, twelve. That's, that's yeah. So he stops at about eleven and he gets one. Well, I have a streak going of UT games now, so I had to make it back yeah, in time yeah. for the UT game. And he goes, apparently people are not eating with these things. So I'm, because I drank it and I felt. Yeah, like, 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 from all the times that we've had this, I, like, hey, we've been well, sharing. We, we, we shared it. We never had a whole one, right? And so, and I had the whole one on the way down, and I'm sitting there going, because I got a headache. I like my stomach started hurting, and I'm like, good lord, I feel awful. And what I realized is, right after I got the one on the way down, we'd stopped and ate at Cracker Barrel. All the ones that we've had together, we've eaten pre-game. the pregame meal. So people are probably drinking these, needing energy, not hydrating, yeah. and not eating. Mm-hmm. And that's why they feel t- – because I literally – I got out, and we stopped to eat, and I just, like, scarfed everything down. And about 30 minutes later, I was fine. But it was like 
Oh God! I had like the shakes, and then That's it was like, and and I had, oh, I just I can't describe the headache and like stomach pain feeling. So I think that's the issue. It's a, I don't like that feeling of like the energy drink on, I, I, you know, just a monster or something. Yeah. So nothing crazy like bang, but you know, you you're like, oh, I I need to eat something. I'm shaking, <laughs> and I might pass out. Well, that's one so. of those. That's what I walked by you at pregame one time after we'd had a bang. I was like, I feel giddy. <laughs> See, that was the perfect amount. We shared it between three of that. The first time was between three of us. And so I think we both had like two or two swigs of it or something yeah, like yeah. that. And I remember you came up and was like, man, I feel giddy. Like and I was like, I do too. <laughs> and then there was the week another one of our coaches had a bang on the way there. And then asked us to stop and get him another one. But he got just a regular monster or something like that. His pulse was like at 150, 60, 160. Said, yeah. He's he's a he gets very excitable anyway. So I don't know. Well, he did know. run over a kid on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> da na na didn't even stop. He just kept going. There's where that other concussion came from. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> CT. Uh, when we get back, we've got our new dad story. We've got a funny wedding story. Uh, we're going to review a couple. We're going to review a movie, and then we're going to give you the TC take later too. TC take. TC take of the episode. We can't say week. It's been a while. So stay with us. We'll be right back, and we'll give you our takes. And we're back. I'm glad I'm on the other side of this table. Bro, it's been a back and forth. It's a battle. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Like There's like a, a mushroom cloud <laughs> forming over there. <laughs> was that in Harold and Kumar? No, that was, was Family Guy. Guy. No, they had one in Harold and Kumar, too. It's been a while since, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Ah. For some reason, it popped up on something I was watching the other day. Like, I don't know why, but... Okay, we'll keep slapping them. All right, so well known, we're all dads. No, no, I don't. I don't know if we can really call these new dad stories anymore. I mean, well, for me, this was a new experience. New experience yeah, for both of us. So together? No, no. Well, I gave him the idea. You did. You did. So I was hesitant. anyone that has children has known about you know congestion and how how difficult it is to. Give babies relief from congestion and snotty nose and stuff like that. You can't make them blow their nose like we do. You don't have to use big words. That kind of sounded a little question. And we've all used like the bulb syringes to try to get snot out of the nose. For our first child, we bought an electric one to where it was like a little electric vacuum type thing. Yes. Not as effective as you would think it would be. I feel like I've also, with the bulb, you're supposed to... Like push it in before you put it in the nose, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, I didn't do that once. <laughs> <laughs> so you just filled his head with air. Before. I go, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I was like, well, no, that wasn't good. I'm not doing that again. And then my wife came home with this thing, and you gave me the correct name, a Nose Frida. Nose Frida. They've got a bunch of products, but the Nose oh, Frida, wow. I think, is the most well-known. Basically, if you don't know what this is, it is a... Siphoning hose yeah. for snot. Yeah. Oh, and so. And it supposedly, it has a one-way valve, 
to where there's a filter. There's a filter in there that you cannot suck things up so through the tube up into so, the. So here's how it works. So there's not enough. You've got two ends. One end looks kind of like a almost like a rocket. Yeah. Thing. And so it's got the opening. This is what red? you put is up it, the nose. Is yours red? No, it's blue. Oh, okay. Not a red rocket. So. Just curious. So, so on the one end, that's what you put up their nose, the, the rocket end, and it's got a little filter in it. And inside, it's hollowed out so the, the stock can go in it. The other end is a tube that connects to a mouthpiece. And so with this mouthpiece... And Branson is in the floor. Yeah. And so with this mouthpiece, you... Uh, Siphon. You, you, you suck when it's... <laughs> You can't do it. You suck as you, you put the, the tube up the nose and then you suck all the snot out. Alright? So it is, the first time I saw it, I thought... You were skeptical. I was like, nope, not going to do it. That's weird. <laughs> not going to do it. But then, old TC over here, he gave me confidence. So I remember what you told me, you are like, the first time, what Look, happened the first time you did it? I was not the first one to use it in my house. My wife had used it. Yeah. And then she had went and washed it. So the first time I do it, I feel the water from where it had been drying come up oh, through the tube. I start. I don't know. I don't know if you're supposed to throw up in diaper genies, but I did. I don't know if diaper genies are meant to hold that much liquid. I started gagging and yakking in a diaper genie. I did not know this part of the story. <laughs> My, and I'm freaking out. My wife's like, what is wrong? Pull it together, man. And I go, no, it came through the mouthpiece. She goes, it's wet. I just washed it, you idiot. I was like, no, there is snot in my mouth right now. And I'm over there. You know. And so my wife continues to use the nose for it. And ever since then, I've been okay using it. It's, it is an experience that will change your life. And you realize the things that you will go to, the, the extent you will go to for your children. It's it's definitely something. The first <laughs> you can just suffer. If you're my kid, I'm sorry. You can suffer. I ain't doing that. The first couple of times I did, like the very first time, I, I sucked and I said, "Oh God, this is weird." Because I heard it like kind of. But then what, what what was funny about it is he he at first you know Jameson was like, huh? and then he he thought it was funny. He started laughing. He's like, <laughs> like he's cracking up while I'm doing it. And so like. After after a few times, you got to get used to it. You got to get used to it. But it is the most effective it, it, tool. It gets it out. Doing, there. It gets the job it done. It gets it out there. Right? I, will, I will present a different argument. If you have a child like my daughter, that thing ain't staying in there. No, you've got to hold you it. There's it. not a. Well, like, but I'm just saying, like, even just trying to hold it in there, so it's she's a, just like it's almost a two person job. No, 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 no. My wife would get, like at first it was my wife because I couldn't like the sucking thing was like it freaked me out a little bit. So the wife would, she would hold it, and I would hold his head straight because he he would try to go back and forth a little bit. So I'm holding his head, and she's got the the plug in there, and I'm like, it was gross. Now, another thing with this, you start sucking, and you can see it in the tip start coming in, and then you pull it out, and it's you never get all of it in there. No. So there is a big stream of snot, and it will disconnect, like it'll break off, and then it goes like on their lip and stuff. Like yeah. That. So, and you, then you got to blow it out to get it clear out the tube, and 
You will be impressed, honestly, with how much stuff you pull out of a nose. I don't blow out like that, man. Huh. I just wash it. I mean, I'll wash it, but <clears throat> I just blow it out on like a wipe. Please wider. tell me you pointed that at your wife one time and blew it off. <laughs> no, but I, I'm going to do it without having their snot in it just to see if she'll react. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Brooklyn, for that, that idea. She can't... I, we can't publish this now because now she's going to know my plan if she listens to this tonight. Well, you got to do it tonight, and then, and then you can. You could still do it, just not know when it's coming. Yeah. Ooh, the suspense. It's <laughs> building. <laughs> Very nice, guys. Very nice. So, so you would never do another free one? Nope. Never. I would let my wife do it. I would not do it. It is highly effective. It is. It's probably the most effective way of getting started. Here's my theory. The little nose bubbles work for millions of kids for years. <laughs> why should my kid? Why should my kid be any different? So okay, to go with that argument, let's go back to dial-up internet. It worked for years, but you complain when you don't get your free use, Wi-Fi. I don't use I don't use my home phone line anymore. <laughs> let's go with rubbing two sticks together to make a fire. I've done it. Yeah, but how long did it take you? A lot longer than this. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, look. are your kids old enough to just blow the snot out? If it is, it's it is very effective. Like I don't think we're going to sell them on this. No. Now the worst. I can uh, be I can be very stubborn. About the worst is when it's so clogged that you start sucking and nothing comes out, and it's just like you can't even get air out of it. Yeah. So you're just like. That's waste. All right, so moving on to our next <laughs> topic of the day. Branson has a hilarious wedding story. I do. I think you should go with that next. So I, I'm glad, number one, we're finally getting close to the end of the wedding phase. Like every, everybody goes through a wedding phase. From about 22 to about 32 a lot Bruh. of times. Right. Bruh. But now... <laughs> that gets expensive. It is not fun. We, Eli year, has seven suits he'll never wear. Again. The, yeah. the year that y'all got married, we had four weddings we went to that summer. <laughs> and mine was a destination wedding. So His, three, yours was not the only one. Were. Oh. This man went to Colorado for one. Oh, mine was well, that was my, that's my boy. I know, uh, but I'm just saying. Alex. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I think yours may have been the furthest one I've went to. But and it was nice because I'd never been to Charleston. I thoroughly enjoyed the Colorado one, by the way. Like, You've talked about it a lot. I bet it was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. But we digress. So um, we're moving out of that phase, thank God. Um, because – but now we're – now I'm getting into a weird phase because Ashley has younger brothers and sisters. Yeah. And now they're getting married too. And so – like two, two of her younger siblings, one of her brothers and sisters, uh, got married. So that's kind of interesting. But you don't have to do as much. Like you can just kind of show up. Yeah. Because I'm far enough out that I'm. They're like, old oh, man, just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> You're the old man stage down. So, um, we went to one for a girl. And this is again to kind of show you how long I've been going to weddings when I first met her she was like in fifth grade 
So it's a it's impressive. It's been a while. It's, it's a while. A while. And so we get up there, and the guy that's doing the ceremony, I know, and he has a characteristics very similar to us, where keeping a straight face not easy is very difficult. And so we get up there, or they get up there, and he gets in the middle of, do you take this man, da 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 do you take this woman, da 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 and he forgets what, what he's supposed to say. And just as, like, out of nowhere, he just looks at the girl and goes, line! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just, like, lost it. And I'm just like, when, when else are you going to hear this at a wedding ceremony? It's just, line, line. You have one job. Right. Like, and you've got a book in front of you. You can write notes down. Exactly. Like, it's that's one of those where it's okay to read your notes, you know? I've actually officiated a wedding before. And I had out everything I was going to say word by word. Yeah. Nice. So, that, that was very comical. And then it was followed by, and we have some words of advice for you. And I'm sitting there going... All right, this could go one of two ways. <laughs> this could be very sentimental and like, you know, good. Or this could be just like America's funniest on videos. One of the <laughs> yes, and it went down that track. So Funny, America's he, funniest shots to the nuts. <laughs> he talked to the guy first, and he was like, you know, you have to treat her da da da, and when she wants to stay at home and eat this and eat chocolates and bonbons and watch Hallmark movies because uh. exactly. That is the one thing that all men can agree on. Hallmark movies. Okay. So he gets to the girl and he goes, and Abby, at some point in time, you're going to hear a noise and you're going to be riding in the car and then you're going to smell something. And that's when you truly get to experience one another. The first time you smell your husband's fart. And hopefully he is gracious enough to roll down the window. Wait, was this? And this is in the ceremony. ceremony. This is in the ceremony. And I we have, not, we have not got to the point yet of do you and do you. We have not been announced as an are official in, couple yet. Are we in a church? Please tell me you're in a church. No. Oh, I okay. wish we were in a church. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I the, literally uh, looked at Ashley, my wife, and I was like, are we in a comedy festival right now? Like, what is this? <laughs> Wait, that's the point that jumped out to you? How long were you and your wife together before you got married? Oh, we were together four years? Three years. Three, three, three or four. Four. I want to say... Five? Eight for me. Oh. We were high school sweethearts. Yeah, so yeah, you had a lot of life to get to yeah. before you break. I know where you're going with this, and all the guys here would agree with me. How long? How long have you been holding your gas around that woman before you well, were actually farting in front of her? Okay, but you've also been in the truck. Yeah, you've been in the truck when you're like just as soon as you leave her house, it's nothing but a series uh, of farts the entire way home. I, I am too, but. <laughs> By the time you're about to say I do, something has slipped once. I mean, I feel like that's a important step in a relationship. I don't think you can ask 
for her hand in marriage if you haven't parted in front of her? I don't think that should be like a checklist criteria material, but it's close. You gotta do like to test the water. This might be something you do before I say I love you. Like if she can't take you farting, I don't know if that's love yet. (laughs) I I mean, I would agree because that's like a test the waters moment. Like, like the first think about this scenario: sitting on the couch watching a movie, whatever. Had a great night. You got to go. Like it, it's it's like it, it can't you can't keep it in, right? Sorry. And, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it comes up. You remember the movie Dumb and Dumber? Yep. <laughs> that scene is playing in my head right now. Yep. I hope you're not using that commode. It don't work. No. Oh. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm shaving. I was saving us time. So, I mean, you, and you hope it's one of the ones that makes noise because that's going to be not just the smell. You don't, you don't need a silent but deadly one. Right you that you don't need her to be blindsided by smell. <laughs> it's got to be noise and smell. Because those mean, are worse than the truck. When yeah. you don't hear it, yeah. and then all of a sudden it they hits you. Because yeah. I'm the type of person in the truck, too. I'll lock the window. That's yeah. <laughs> they try. No! They're jumping out the interstate. I mean, like, I think that's that's a test. I I did in, in college. I dated a girl. She was all about not doing that in front of each other. And there were some painful moments when I was like sitting there and I was like, I don't know. Eli goes to the kitchen for no reason. Yeah. Why are you in the kitchen? Um, uh, making Plus. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> And it didn't work out. Like that's all you gotta say. Like that. That. That's. I think that's. So advice. Go ahead and get it out of the way. You know, farting. It's a. It's a test of water type moment. No, not like first date. No, no. 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 I mean, this is like you got to be like a couple months, maybe like if if you're at the I love you stage, maybe right before then. Yeah, you can't say I love you. But does it have a <laughs> Does it collar? You're on the air. <laughs> does it have? Does it have its place in uh, wedding vows? No. no. Uh, okay. If you if you've gotten that far, one that's impressive. Like you got self discipline. Unless unless like collar getting hitched on the, the first was the wait a minute was the father of the bride holding the shotgun? Uh, nope. Okay. We'll How go. long did they know each other? You know. Uh. I, I don't know that, but I it wasn't like something just it like, wasn't like overnight. Okay, or, okay. Yeah. they they had they had no they had reasons yeah, to yeah. fart in yeah. front of each other. Okay. Very good. You also brought up Hallmark movies. Do you realize there's two categories of Hallmark movies? Nope. Yep. One where the man murdered somebody. That's mysteries. And then <laughs> Christmas movies. No, I'm dead serious. Sure. I'm dead serious. If you watch a Hallmark movie, someone murdered in the next 45 minutes, you pretty much know who did it. It's just confirming it. It takes you 45 minutes to figure it out? No, but I'm saying confirming it. It takes me about five. No, no, he's saying like the movie takes about 45 minutes to confirm it. Yeah. And then the Christmas movie. The The overworked single female from some small town America. Goes home to visit her parents, who she's estranged from, and her ex-boyfriend from high school just happens to be running the coffee shop, and they fall for each other. Then something bad happens. 
They break up, and then right there on Christmas Eve, they're back together again under the Christmas tree. Is it her, her fat friend who got hot when she broke up? Same thing. <laughs> Congratulations. There are now two Category 2 and 2A. <laughs> they even have two channels now. There's Hallmark. They've got their own streaming service. And Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. Why is it movies should be Christmas and mysteries? That's all I need. <laughs> Why these two? We don't know how to do anything. And you else. know, there's some guys living in a very luxurious home that just writes this crap and goes, "Yeah, baby." Dude, I know his. I know his name. Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, good. Hey. <laughs> no one wants to touch that when I see. We all would like to make sure because let's face it, we have all taken our wives to Nicholas Sparks movie. But I haven't to a, a theater. No, like, but you sat on the couch and watched yeah, Nicholas Sparks movie. Dude, there was one I watched. Um, and Kate was all about it. It was like, it was the one with Julianne Huffman. Mm. Safe, I, safety, safe place. Safe place. And I'll, 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 I'll get you this. I got into it a little bit. I was like, all right, I can get this. I only got into it because Julianne Huffman. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. I'm that, not saying that. That, that, that got me started. All right. So I started got watching it. <laughs> I started watching it, and then I'm watching, I'm like, all right, this is good, you know, it happens, and then the end of it, like, I think Colby Smolder's in that one, too. I think she's in that one. And do you, uh, What was it again? Do you mind if I spoil it for you? What, what was it again? Safe he's not going to watch Safe Haven or something like that? Safe, it's Safe, safe Haven. Safe Haven. I'm not going to watch it, so go okay. ahead. I mean, it took him forever to watch. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. So, at the very end, like, Julian she, she's like running away from a boyfriend. Yeah, it's very. And so like Julian Hunt moves into this this house, and I think it's Kobe Small Smolders is in it, and she's like the neighbor or something. She like is. That. Yeah. So like she's the, like she was like the one that owned the shop. Or yeah. Something. So yeah. she's like her neighbor or something, and she's giving her advice all throughout the movie, and then at the very end, it turns out she was a ghost, and I just said, I like what. <laughs> <laughs> How did you throw your pin up into the ceiling and it hit you in the head? I saw it come back out. I was like, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> so I was just like, no, nope, that's it. I, I, like, I, I think I legitimately walked out. I think the last one I saw was the one with Miley Cyrus. The last song. The last song. No, yeah. I, but it was like, all right, this was good, good, good. And all of a sudden it's a ghost. Like, how are you going to have this? Hallmark movie. You can't. Like, it, that's like, the big no, twist. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. So that, that did not. Agreed. I, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength about that. Harumph. Harumph. Okay. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we got the TC take, and then we've got a movie review for you. No, we're, not, we're not holding off as long as we did with Endgame because we didn't want it to spoil everyone. But This was two weeks ago. So we'll, I think, last week. Last week. But this one's a controversial enough. I think it's time to do it. We don't have to threaten our students to spoil this one for us. No. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, yes, I finally got it. Yes, finally got us back on our intro. There you go. Conversations with quotations back at you after a long sabbatical. Look at you with the fancy word. That's, have you been reading the thesaurus? No, I've been. It's my word of the day calendar <laughs> that I really don't have. Sure, the other night we were sitting in class online in a lecture, and I was a, uh, I was presenting. A case study, and I used some word I don't remember exactly what I used. And Branson, in a group text between us that are in class that we know, goes, "Ooh, look at me!" 
Fancy <laughs> words. It's so, like, you ever been at the gas station and it's got the TV on it now and it's got the word of the day? Half of those are pretty silly. Fair, at least common. Yeah. yeah, that too. All right, so you want to go ahead and do my take? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I may or may not be caught up on popular American culture. Safe to say? No. No. I finally watched the movie Wolf. Of Wall Street this past week on our break. When did this come out? Like, I need to look that up. Give me a clue. You, you got I'm, that was a while ago. That's like 15, 14. Let's 15? see here. Wolf of Wall Street came out in 2013. <laughs> six, six years, years, bro. It took you six years to watch Wolf of Wall Street? That was like uh, up for all kinds of awards and everything. And it's I, I just, I know, I just. It's Margot Robbie. That's when she got But, but I was going to say, she wasn't really mainstream she at that point that, yet. That, that movie her put her. Um, I mean. There's a couple of really good reasons why I have a feel. I mean, but if you, like, she did some things before that. But if you're not, if you're not a type of person that goes and watches if I'm not movies a, for just to eat popcorn, dude, yeah. <laughs> which is what I do. I'm also not a huge fan of uh, who's the Jonah Hill. But yeah. I also, I will say in this movie. He had a whole new role. Like I'd always seen him as like that smart aleck comedy guy, like Twenty One Jump Street. He was in what was that? Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> I was not a big fan of that. Or I thought he said Twenty One Jump Street. Jump I never saw. Street. A, did you see Twenty Two Jump Street? Yes. Well, I said I didn't. It wasn't what I was expecting. I'm just he, not a big fan of his comedy. This is weird to say, but he probably does better in more serious roles. I think so. Uh, like awesome. Money Moneyball, mm-hmm. yeah, or uh, War Dogs. I didn't see that. Well, I started watching I this movie. Better. <laughs> I'm watching this movie on Hulu because I got rid of cable, and I'm watching it through the. You can go and choose movies that they say suggested based on yeah. what you watch and stuff like that. So it's on. So I put it on. Hey, I didn't know it was three hours. Yeah, it's a long. Yeah. Movie. It's great. Though. I think I had watched it in two parts because it was so long. I had to take. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, there's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of language in the movie. I'm thinking since it's on Hulu and it's on FXX that it's going to be a modified for TV movie. It's not. And you know, the language would have probably thought that to me as I'm watching this movie and they're dropping f bomb after f bomb after f bomb. And then all of a sudden, Margot Robbie characters, Margot Robbie's characters introduced. The first scene she's in, they're at a beach party. The next scene is in her apartment and she goes into the bedroom and then she comes out and the only thing she's wearing is stockings and high heels. At that point, and you guys were nice enough to point out there were several other scenes before this. <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, Leo snoring cocaine off of a stripper's butt at, one, at the very beginning. And I told you earlier, I was like, that didn't tip you off. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. The movie was outstanding. Fantastic. Leo, Leo, man. You can give him any role, I think. He he's he's definitely become one of those that if he's in it, I'm probably gonna see. My my favorite type of characters that he's in are that or Django. Jay. Yeah. Like the story yeah. about him. Do you do you Brandy. like him more as Quentin Tarantino Leo or Martin Scorsese Leo? See, I I don't I, I don't really think I think it depends on the type of character because the Tarantino and the new um, once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood is—he's not the same type of person as 
he was in Django. Like I, I want him to be the bad guy. He's a good bad guy. Like he's, he's a, really not the bad guy. And that's what I like him being the bad guy. Because I'm thinking back to him of in in um, oh the movie with Jack Nicholson, The Departed. Oh. That's a good one. Good. That's another Scorsese film, though. It is. And then yeah. also yeah. Gangs of New York. Yeah. And so there, there's the serious kind. Then there's the, like, Wolf of Wall Street, he's he's kind of serious, but he's also very... Animated. Yeah. And that's kind of how he is in Django. Yeah. That's a good word. Right? Like, like just the whole story about him, like, crushing that glass and like in Django and just keeping like yeah, keeping a straight the face. Method, yes. Like the method was, actor coming out in him. And well and that was like the so like he got so into his character that he didn't even know like his hand was cut or anything. Yeah, and true. just kept going. And like you literally see, like if you watch it in that scene he's like shaking his hand with the cigar in the middle of and the, the blood just finger, coming and, down his hand. And yeah, that was like that was not scripted. Could you imagine being the other people on set at that time and him just keep rolling with it? See, that's that would be tough as an actor because if like you got to learn how to keep going with it because that could be a great take. Knowing my dumb self, I'd be like, "Oh no! Oh, oh no! There's blood!" Ah! And then just <laughs> and then ruins the whole take, and, and that could have been like you know Oscar-worthy take. Did you see the Revenant? Like, he yes. lived inside of a dead bear carcass or something like that. Or not a bear carcass, but a something. That was a... weird... I did not like that movie. And here's why I didn't like that movie. I felt like there was enough time... There was equal amount of time dedicated to the actual film as there was shots of stars yeah. in the sky. There was a lot of cinematography shots. And I'm like, I don't need stars in the sky. I want somebody to die. Like, show me somebody die. Dude, don't read the book. Yeah. The book. Lots of stars in the sky. No. No. Like, the. Very detailed. The the, the book, for the most part, is pretty similar to the movie. But the movie, like, there's a satisfying conclusion to it. Yeah. The book is just like, all right, so now, granted, the book's supposed to be what happened in real life. Like, the guy in real life, right? The book is just like, yeah, he started following this guy, and he never really found him until he got arrested and went to trial and then got convicted of murder and then went to jail. So he never got revenge. He just, the guy, like, and then it ends. I'm like, well, that sucked. Like, it, it was, was a thousand awful. pages of nothing. It was awful. I was like, this is the worst ending I've read in a long time. There was another movie that came out around that same time. Was it the... Dallas Fires Dallas Club. Fire. Is it any good? I've never seen that one either. And that one had Jared Leto and and uh, Matthew Matthew McConaughey. That was a very good. Matthew McConaughey did it probably like a year before. Yeah. And he was also in Wolf of Wall Street. See, that's what I like. He was in it for like two minutes, but his that part uh, is one of my favorite parts. Just the. Those rookie numbers, man. I get them up. How do you do this job? See, and hookers, my friend. How else would you want to do it? Like, that might be a guy's movie. Yeah. Now, I I do think, I I remember Kate liking it, but it's definitely more of a guy's movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of testosterone pumping in that movie. There's a lot of something. There's something. (laughs) 
lot of things we can't say on this podcast. Yeah. So, so you enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. I, I was. I, I'm amazed you made it six years without seeing that movie. I had seen scenes of it, but I never watched the movie start to finish. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you watch it three hours from start to finish? I think I paused for like 15, 20 minutes to make a lunch in between. So I, you know, paused it, went to the cafe, or to the cafeteria, to the cafe, the, the <laughs> kitchen. That's it. Yeah, that room in my house. Yeah, and you know, made the sandwich and came back and finished it. Look at the money I have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so TC Take Wolf of Wall Street. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Go to the theater today. I like to see Wolf of Wall Street. Sir, that came out six years ago. <laughs> I didn't care. Make Put it, it on. Put it on. I got $6 with your name on it, sir. Make it happen. It's a huge movie. It's huge. Trust me. I know. <laughs> Shut up. It's, it's a huge movie. <laughs> hate you guys. Speaking of another huge movie out right now. Huge. Huge. Joker. Joker. So, <laughs> we have not heard Branson's thoughts on this. I don't think he's really heard ours. So, I go to see movies and I kind of laugh at myself, like, throughout the movie because I think stupid things during the movie. So, I went and saw it with a buddy of mine and every time, like, somebody's, like, smoking, he goes, he'll say something like, smoker. And so, the whole time, every time he says smoker, I said, joker. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd point, like, next to me and nobody was over there. So, I'd point over there and say, midnight toker. <laughs> And now, if there had only been a character named Maurice. Maurice. I want to be Maurice. I want to be Space Cowboy. Nobody can talk right now. <laughs> so, I don't know if you got, if you listening have seen the movie. If you have Afterwards, me and Eli walked out of the theater. Well, first, let's talk about how there's kids. Dude, there was. Movie. And this is not a kid's movie whatsoever. Would you have said that kid was probably 10 years Maybe old. There were multiple ones. Were but like they were, years. but yeah. they were not. They were not old enough to see this movie. No, and <laughs> I think there was a family outing down in front of us. There was like, why would you take that? Why would that be your family outing? I mean, there was obviously a man and a woman, and there were some kids. Okay, yeah. so maybe I should back that up. That could be a family outing. Like that could because legitimately that is a movie that should win some awards. I I agree with, I that. Agree with that. Like if you if you base it just on how the people now that's exactly that what acting, we're talking about. If you act, the cinematography and the actors and yes. their roles in there, top notch. Joaquin Phoenix should win every award available to him because yeah. he did an out, outstanding. I'm, I'm not supporting job. the actions of. Well, that's another thing I would like. There's all this controversy about, do you think, like, this movie will cause this type of person to act out in a similar fashion? I'm like, dude, it's a movie. Well, like, seriously. Doom did it to us. Here's here's my take on that, is, so, now we can't watch Batman Begins? Ooh. Now we can't watch The Dark Knight, or you Dark Knight Rises? Did. Like, those are just as, if not you more violent. You can say it about anybody. Right. Like any say, or not, not any. That's what I meant to say. Any movie, like if you want to label it, all right, this movie caused this. It's not movies; it's mental health. Yes, and we need to get those people help. Is what we need. Yes, yes. So that, I but think, I think that, I hated that I'm, I'm, and you know me, I'm not big into finding hidden 
agendas in movies. Yeah. I go to I go to a movie to be entertained. I don't try to get into the deepness and thoughts process of it. Aquaman. <laughs> Was there a thought process to Aquaman? Nope, that's why. That's you why I, turned, <laughs> okay. I turned my brain off and just enjoyed it. That's all he was looking for. <clears throat> but I think that they did a good job of portraying the issues facing people in this country with mental health issues and the lack of support for them. But if you're also going to go after a villain, a single villain and a single character, you know what you're going to get with the Joker. He's got a good point. Like, you shouldn't be some, all these people. He killed Robin. All these people that are worried about this, we all grew up at about the same time period. You knew what the Joker's character was. Would do. But he's not been portrayed that way in that large of a platform, I don't yeah, feel usually, like. you Normally get, you get the no, you get Jack Nicholson. But, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. I, I get yeah, what you're saying. He's a crazy person. And you would have to assume he had mental health issues well, before. Okay. The, the closest that anyone came to portraying the Joker Heath as the, was Heath Ledger. In that, in that era. Or that aura, I guess you would say. Cesar Romano from the TV show. That was... Like that was nothing. Okay, Jack Nicholson either. Jack Nicholson did a great job, but his his wasn't that his wasn't that psychotic psychotic killer. I mean, not to the stage that Joaquin Phoenix. It wasn't the difference with this one is this is as and what I think they were trying to go with. This is as realistic as possible. It was gritty and it was kind of messed up. Like, Me and you walked out of that like, theater saying we need to go home and watch some fucking yeah. videos. Like we did. Yeah, we literally did that. We but, did. Yeah. But like you said, it's about the mental issues. Like you knew, like Heath Ledger's character, you knew he was crazy. Yeah. Like, but it, this was about how the Joker became crazy. Yeah. Like it's his background. I mean, for instance, I don't know. Like at one point, I was like, why is he sitting? in the bathroom with his mom and bathing her. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But, I mean, weird. but nobody was taking care of her. So that... I mean, I, I could see why he was doing it. I think that might have been some of the issues that led him down that yeah. road. And then, I think, one of the... I don't know if this is going to get off on a funny tangent for me. So, at the end, he goes to the news studio and... When he does what he does, my favorite part, I don't know if y'all noticed this, my favorite part is Robert De Niro made the Robert De Niro face. He was like, <laughs> so like when, when he's sitting in the chair, the chair, he's like, <laughs> like making the Robert De Niro yeah, face. Yeah. So like I literally, when that happened and it was so inappropriate, I looked at De Niro's face and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Also, who, when did we start villainizing the Wayne family? I know, but every other adaptation of that, like Thomas Wayne was like the savior of Gotham. Well, think of it as this was from a... Every every movie beforehand has been comic book and you have a clear good guy, you got a clear bad guy. Mm-hmm. This movie kind of turned that on its head because the good guys aren't always as good as you think they are. Okay. There's a lot more gray area as opposed to a clear villain and a clear... Well, and like Dark Knight Rises, like they made Batman the villain. The, the villain. Yeah. So I mean, it's not the first time, but it's hard to make when you're doing an origin story like that. It's hard to make a ten year old kid and Bruce Wayne yes. look like the villain. Yeah. Like you have to make the parents look like the villain. Yeah. You can't. But 
I was just sitting here thinking, like, you guys, do you guys watch Gotham? Yes. I watched like most of it. I'm still done? about. I've not watched season five yet. They finished it well. What's the best adaptation of the Joker? See, that's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. As a actual, so we're not talking about acting because Joaquin did a fantastic job of this. Wonderful. But as an actual Joker, I was not a big fan. I did not. I don't like some of the things that they did with him. I thought. I don't like how he. There were things I just didn't like about it. Here, I think what you're trying to say, and this, because I had the same thought. They dealt with the mental mentality really well, but the Joker is not a wimp. No. And and they made him at the beginning look like a wimp, like the whole bullying, the wimp, like that turned him into this. And that's not the. And if you watch Gotham, because the guy that plays the Joker on Gotham, excellent, does a really good job. And they don't get to him to like season three or four, yeah. but he does a really good job. And I and I see your argument because I would if I were to rank him, I would put like Heath Ledger's number one to me. Not even close. Like he's the only one that comes close to me. And you're going to probably this was probably a take. Mark Hamill's edition of him for the animated series. Dude, that's not a Mark Hamill's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's not a and voicing him on the Arkham Arkham Asylum video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> him. Like, Joker is a master criminal. Like, he's got this mastermind of being able to manipulate and put Batman in all these situations. And outthink. Yeah, and outthink Batman. This Joker, could I don't think he could do that. No, he was just causing chaos. Yeah, and it wasn't even... It was like accidental now, chaos. Now, granted, this is because it's his first time. Yeah. And so, I all right, maybe you accidentally got into it, and maybe eventually you can move into it. But I don't... He was not a master criminal type mind to me. Like, I didn't like that. Like, it, it, I couldn't see him outwitting Batman. I, and I didn't like, necessarily, like, the clownness. Like, not that clowns bother me, and I get why you went that route, because it's an easy connection to make. Yeah. But, I mean, if you go all the way back to, you know, Bat, the first Batman, like, he fell into a pool of acid. Yeah. In Gotham, he falls mm-hmm. into a pool of acid. Yeah. In, uh, oh, What's the what's the one that you liked um, with super, Suicide Squad? Oh yeah, fell into a pool of acid. Like, and that's kind of the origin. That's how he kind of got yeah. that. I'm sort of disappointed that Leto did not get a better chance to be he was a Joker. He's he's you not see, he's livid. And I can get his point because a lot of his footage got cut. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, I just. But there was like at the ca- at the time of the casting, I was like, "This is gonna be great." Because yeah. that was right after Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Well, and he wasn't a main character, really. Like, no, but but like, but they teased him as going to be yeah. like in all the previews. What did it start off with? Ha ha ha! This is going to hurt. That's what he like. I mean, like I said, he had they they said there was enough for like his own movie almost, and they cut most of it out. And then I almost feel that. Bat the Dark Knight, not knowing his origin, made that character that much more like, fascinating. Well, he always had a different story. Like, how do I get these scars? Like, and it was always different and stuff. And that's what made him scary. You never know what his intentions were and where he came from. 
And I think, and I sent you this, I think one of the interesting things, I don't know if I sent it to you, but I know I sent it to him. I, I, you showed it to me, you sent it to me, I'm still not convinced. So That's a big Easter egg. And, like, that's and, that's a stretch for me. At one point, he's sitting at the, what's it called? He's the at, they're at that, they're at that wardrobe? wardrobe, and he's getting his paint on. Like, he's painting towards the end of the, uh, when he's... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, this may be in the clown factory place. <laughs> The, where they're all getting dressed up for their clown, you know, we're in the locker room. <laughs> where they produce people that dress up like clowns. Yeah. You know they're what I'm getting to. Line. Get your rubber nose at the end, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. So he's sitting like at the wardrobe with like the mirror or whatever. And I think I've still got it. I'll show it to Eli. He's painting his face. Yeah. And you see him in the mirror, like sitting at the bottom. And all around him is black. And if you look, it the outline is Batman. I see it. Like like the all the black outlines Batman's ears and then mm-hmm. in between his head and his other ear. And then Joker makes up like the mouth because mm-hmm. he's like he's black. And so it's like an Easter egg. And yeah. like somebody put that on a social media site that I saw and I was it, like, wow. I would a lot of times they they do specific shots for specific reasons. And then, of course, we've got the dude from Twilight going to be the Batman. Did you see, um, I've heard that. So Jonah Hill's, I don't think Jonah Hill's doing it anymore. And so instead, they're doing the Riddler. And so they cast, I saw it today, they casted uh, it's Paul Dano. And so, have you ever seen There Will Be Blood? Yeah. He was the, the oh, priest yeah. there. He's a, he's a great actor. Okay. So I think he could do a good job. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I. TC, you and I were talking about this. I'm I'm never gonna judge until I actually see the movie because I remember Heath Ledger when they cast him as Joker. I was like, I'll never wear it, dumb. <clears throat> and here's what we got. And then like Ben Affleck, I think Ben Affleck did a pretty good job with that. Now the, I'm not talking about the movie. What are they going? I mean, I want to know what they're going to do with it. Is well, it going to be another origin story? We want to go through that again. They got Catwoman, so it can't be an origin unless they do the origin right at the beginning. I mean, I'm just sort of curious. Are we going to go through that again? Because we did that in every other Batman. Maybe they'll do like they did in Batman vs. Superman and they just do it as like the open montage. God. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Christian Bale is the best Batman in my opinion. So I, anything. I, I put Michael Keaton up there. I think they go back and forth with me. I think it's Bale, then Keaton, then everybody else is garbage. I mean, Clooney was not one of your top ones. Kilmer, Adam Weed. You were seeing Family Guy. I'm Adam Weed. <laughs> Dude, Mayor West. Mayor West. So I said this in Walking Out, and I will stand by it today. I don't know if I'll rewatch this movie. I don't think. Uh... I'm. You know me. I'm a pretty big Batman nerd as far as the movies and DC. Compared to you guys. I, even if they give me crappy stuff, I still watch it again. It's Suicide Squad. Not a, I mean, it's like Batman's... But it's still it's, it's it's not really DC. Batman movie. No, but it's affiliated. And, and that's what I've also like, I've been reading about it. It's standalone. Like he, Joaquin Phoenix is not going to be Joker in any of the new ones. No. It, it's not connected in any way. It's its own movie, its own universe. It's, it is what it is. I kind of like that. Um... It's Apparently, all the DC movies are not on the universe. 
I I'm with you. I don't think I'll watch it again. I mean, I I think it is worth a watch. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I think it's worth a watch. Don't take your kids. Do not If they cannot get in the theater to see it on their own accord, meaning you've got to be seven, 18 now? I think 18 or older, honestly, just because of the themes and everything. But, like, if, if the movie theater is not going to let your kid get in this movie without you there, don't take them. I think this is one of those where even, like, I think you and I were talking about this, like taking your high school kid to it. Even, like, me growing up, I watched rated R movies around yeah. like 14 or something like yeah. that. It's still not an appropriate movie for that type of kid just because they won't. When you think about the radar movies we saw, most of them were like humor. Terminator most of them Terminator. weren't like well, this. There's just some really serious stuff, and a kid and a younger kid won't understand it as well. And Could, there's a lot of room for misinterpretation. Yeah. Now that scene, that scene on the train, like for example, the scene on the train when he's getting beat up. Yes. Like that's one of those. It's like that came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what another thing I was reading about. They said. It's it's turned a very violent movie, but there's not a whole lot of deaths in it, and because they wanted every death to be meaningful, meaningful and almost like hard to watch. So it's not like RoboCop where you're just killing people. Yeah, kill people. just you get. They, they were talking about how you get desensitized to all the killing, and that's the one thing. Like the the, the train scene, like I was just like, crap, like that's intense. It was, and, and the ending scene too. Like, yeah, like every every part of that was just. Because what he practiced all along was not yeah. executed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, he he was not shocked. I was a little I, shocked. I saw that. I knew that was going to happen. Um, and then, but anyway, like um, it's just a very intense movie. I was also waiting for the ending. Like once they were, he was leaving in the cop car. I knew what was about to happen. I just didn't know how they were going to pull it off. It's like that shot. The, the cops scene shot that was basically like in Dark Knight when he's hanging out the window. Yes, I mean there there was some you could I don't know if they deliberately did it, but there was some there was some homage paid. So there's this idea. What was that word? Homage. 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 You don't say the H. Okay. Homage. <laughs> homage. Cool. Why would you say it that way? Why am I saying what? What? <laughs> So here's the other thing that I've read. Based on the very last scene mm -hmm. in the hospital, oh, the mental health facility, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was the entire movie 
kind of like Inception. Was it? It never really happened. Yeah. Was it all? Was it? Was it, was it just him dreaming, or kind of in his mind? This is like kind of you know. I've, I've heard another theory about that about the entire Batman universe that supposedly Bruce Wayne has actually been traumatized since yeah. his parents' oh, death yeah. and. He's lived in Arkham his entire life, and everything he's made, everything that we know as the Batman story, is his imagination. Yes. Yeah. So, was that another homage? Well, one thing. Uh, another homage. This homage. goes back to Total Recall. This is a throwback right here. Wow. So, he hasn't seen that yet. You can't go that far back. Sorry. For those of you who can't tell, yeah, I was I was totally sarcastic. <laughs> but one of the things with that movie is they're always um, wondering if it was all a dream or not. And so one of the signifiers that people always um, go back to is at the very end of that movie, it fades to white. And when you fade to white, it, and white in general, that's... It's like a remembrance. It's a remembrance of her dream. Yeah. And so at the very end, it's all white. So... All right. Well, we got to go because we've got a we've got twenty two seconds left before the recording shuts off for this segment. So, guys, it's been fun. Yeah. Reach out to us on the Twitterverse at tcar fifty four at Coach Branson fourteen. And don't worry about Eli because he doesn't check his Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what it is. All right. Thanks for joining us again, guys.